This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. So as we uh, continue kind of going through all these funding cuts and get the reaction from several groups, some of whom are very, very angry about this, um, you know, one of the big takeaways, I think, is the cost of it. Ontario pays the highest tuition rates in the country, and those prices spiked under the McGinty wind government by thousands and thousands of dollars. But folks didn't seem to have a problem with it then. I didn't hear a peep. Not one protest on Queen's Park. The grass was perfect. No one complained about the spike of tuition costs until, of course, no one could afford it, and then they wanted it for free. Okay, (laughs) we don't have the money to pay for it. But nonetheless... Maybe instead of yelling and screaming and being angry, maybe it's time that we discuss if, in fact, university is the avenue you you should go down. Maybe it is time to look at other areas of education where you can still build job skills and not rack up huge debt. It's not a bad thing. University is not the only thing. Let's bring in Rubina Ahmed Haq, uh, our global news radio personal finance expert, to to talk about this. Um, and Rubina, the bottom line is education is a great thing. We're lucky. We've got lots of options with post-secondary, but it is expensive. Yeah, it is very expensive. And you are right. Ontario, we pay on average over $8,000, close to nine grand a year for university costs in in this province. And that is way higher uh, than places like Newfoundland and Quebec and Manitoba, where their costs are two, $3,000. So um, Ontario students are really, you know, the average debt that uh, Canadian students uh, uh, graduate with is about $26,000 a year. Um, really, Ontario students are much higher than that because of the fact that, you know, for a four-year education is going to cost them close to $40,000 in tuition costs alone. And if you live in a big city like the GTA, you go to York University or Ryerson or University of Toronto, you've got the higher cost of living as well, the rent and you know, to get around, everything else is more expensive as well. Sure. But then I think when you're at home deciding these things, it's important to say, okay, what is going to get me the skills I need without breaking the bank? Or what is the best route for me to go where I can plan ahead um, and and do it the smart way versus being totally stressed out that that the credits I just got aren't really going to lead to much. And now I've got a bunch of student debt and I got to go take something else. There is definitely a shift amongst millennials and Gen Z, so the generation coming up behind the millennials, um, that they are rejecting the idea of a traditional university education. So this idea that, yeah, you have to go for a four-year undergraduate and then maybe specialize in something and then go out in the world and get a job. Um, A lot of young people are saying, we want to be entrepreneurs. We want to come up with a new idea that's going to disrupt an industry, disrupt the banking industry. Are these people in Canada? Yeah, a lot of them are. A lot of them are. I mean, uh, you know, a lot of um, uh, innovation is coming out of Toronto, out of uh, Waterloo, out of Vancouver. Uh, You know, there's, uh, especially in the the space that I work in, personal finance, uh, there's a lot of smaller startups that are creating products that are much more efficient for somebody to get a loan, for somebody to check their credit score, rather than having to use these cumbersome systems that existed before. And a lot of these people didn't necessarily go 
to university for four years and study engineering and, and incur all those tuition costs. Some of them just took a course. Or some of them didn't even bother doing any of that, just learned on the ground uh, because they had an idea and they knew, I just got to get this idea off the ground. I'm not so concerned about the degree or the paper on the wall. Well, look, I mean, I don't know what conversations are having in high school classrooms, but I would certainly hope that teachers are saying, and certainly for me, you know, I was a terrible student. I ended up going to college after the fact when I had gone into the workforce for a few years. But I went to college. I went with what I could afford. I had student debt, but it wasn't astronomical. And I built skills and got a job. That, to me, was a smart route to go. And I hope those conversations are happening in classrooms where teachers are saying, look, university may not offer you what you want. Go look at this either trades college or, um, you know, college uh, and see what they offer. But I don't know if they have the same panache that, let's say, a university has, which, which would be disappointing because they're very, very good. They shouldn't be undersold. You know, if you go to a trade school and learn to be a plumber or an electrician mm-hmm. or a construction, you know, especially, especially if you learn a specialized skill, you can easily learn, earn more than 100 k Today I went on pay scale, yeah. and I just, uh, you know, I put in plumber, I put in electrician, and the more specialized you get, mm-hmm. the higher salary that you can demand. And I think that this gone are the days where in university, if you were a student that was struggling to get good grades, that the guidance counselor would tell you maybe you should become a plumber. I I think people are now thinking, you know what, I'm going to become a plumber because I want to start a company and I want to then hire other plumbers that are then going to provide a service um, for a lower rate because we're going to create an app that's going to get a plumber into your house within two hours rather than two days. Or you Uh, get a trade under your belt and then you go to college or university and you've got part-time work all the time through university. You know, I loved my university experience. I went to Carleton, and then I went to York, and I have to say that it really did open my mind. I met new people. I met people from different walks of life. I would never knock a university education, but we have to be realistic about the kind of world that we live in, and now... You know, even for me, like I do a very specific job. I talk about personal finance in journalism. So if you go to journalism school now, Mm -hmm. you learn about journalism, you know, journalism 101. And and that's important. But you need to get. But it's not defined. You have to find your expertise. Yeah. Generic doesn't sell it anymore. Generic definitely doesn't sell it. And a lot of times when young people come to me and say, what should I do? I really want to become a journalist. I want to. I said, don't. (laughs) (laughs) Run. You are going to do it. Find something you're passionate about, whether it's fashion or culture or politics or finance, whatever it is, and become a subject matter expert. That is going to pay you more dividends than becoming a jack-of-all-trades. Like If you're going to become an engineer, find something specific that you're really passionate about and build that skill so that you're the best in all of Canada or, you know, one of the 10 in all of Canada that can do that specific job. I think that is more valuable. And that's where, you know, yesterday Mike Holmes, uh, obviously celebrity celebrity, uh, host on television, uh, tweeted out that, uh, somebody had heard, an electrician had heard in a mall of a guy say, hey, if, you know, if you want to get a better job, you better go to university, son. I'm paraphrasing here. No, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll retweet the tweet. But basically, he took issue with that, saying that how can somebody tell their child that this job doing, this guy doing a job as an electrician is not as smart as you, you know, because you've got some degree. And the, I, when I read that tweet, I laughed because I say to my son the exact opposite. I'm like, you see that guy right there? You see that guy? They have skills. They work with their hands. And that's what gets you by in life. I'm telling him every time, that's what you need. You can do whatever you want, but get a skill under your belt and you can never go wrong. And, you know, now with AI and robots, yep. everybody worried about, you know, somebody taking your job. 
if you know how to do something um, like a, like a skill that is very specialized, you are going to be a lot more in demand than something that just anybody could do. Yeah. So if you learn to do something that's you know a very easy task that a robot they could train a robot to do, um, then all you know like self-driving cars, they're you know they're here. They're already there's already Uber that that's self-driving in the world, and that's just a matter of time before we get to a position where we're going to be calling an Uber and it's going to be a robot driving us to our destination. Yep. But if you could become a person that understands who fixes those that, robots. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Who fixes those robots. And that could be a course that you take in college yeah. and take six months. You are golden. Yeah. You are set for life because you know how to do something. No one else does. Awesome. That's a good idea. Uh, Rubina, I've got to let you go there. I'm on a hard break, but I appreciate you joining us. Thank you. Alex, always a pleasure. Thanks. That is Rabina Ahmed Haq, our Global News Radio personal finance expert. A lot of good advice, a lot of good, um, good tips, but she's right. Here on Point, I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.